God gives to us generously so we can do the same for others. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. I want to talk about giving for a minute. Not just any giving, but generous, abundant giving. But first, I have to tell you a story. It's a true story that took place in the early 1900s about a young man named William Borden. Now, William was born into privilege and was the first heir to the Borden dairy fortune. Being well-traveled, William had seen firsthand the desperate needs of people in many different cultures. And after graduating high school, he wrote a letter to his parents and he announced that he intended to devote his life to service in the mission field. At that time, he wrote in his Bible two words, no reserves. He then went on to Yale College and became an exceptional student and a leader who led a movement of spiritual renewal on campus. By his senior year, over 1,000 of Yale's 1,300 students were attending weekly Bible study. While in college, he established the Yale Mission to give aid to homeless people. After graduating from Yale, William could have moved immediately into the huge family business or taken a number of job offers, but he never wavered over his calling. He went on to Princeton Seminary, and he graduated two years later. Then finally, it was time for his first missions appointment. He set sail for Egypt to reach Muslims for Christ. And on the way, he wrote two more words in his Bible. No retreats. William arrived in Cairo, threw himself into the task at hand, but when day, within days he became ill. He was stricken with sp spinal meningitis, and within a few months, William died at the age of 25. When the news of his death reached America, the entire country mourned. In terms of human logic, the death of such a promising young person was so tragic. But that's not the way young William saw it. During his last hours of life, he penned two final words in his Bible. No regrets. When we think of giving, we almost always relate the subject to money how much we have, how much we can afford to part with. We think of tithing and our obligation to our church and special projects like missions, but that's just a small part of what true, generous giving is all about. William Borden didn't live a long life, but he lived a full life, full of hope, full of faith, and full of the love of God in others. His purpose in life guided his every decision. 
especially the one to walk away from a life of incredible wealth and affluence. William was the best kind of generous, abundant giver. He made his life his gift to God. You see, most of us like to think we would all be generous givers if first we were blessed with enough money or enough talent. But the truth is, being a generous giver starts from within. When we understand that what matters most to God isn't our money or our logic, but simply our love. The kind of love that can walk away from what's comfortable to be sure we have it, and the kind of love that can't help but to be shared with others, and the kind of love that knows it's a blessing and a privilege just to be able to give. The Apostle Paul revealed a promise along with the purpose when he wrote the believers in Corinth. He said, you will be made rich in every way. Well, that's the promise. He goes on, so that you can be generous on every occasion. And there's the purpose. God gives to us generously so we can do the same for others. I believe when we can start giving on purpose like that, that's when we can start living with the purpose that God intends for us to have. And that's when those six words that young William wrote in his Bible will be our legacy as well. No reserves. No retreats. No regrets. Worry and anxiety are tools of the enemy to distract and defeat us. Coming up next, discover how you can push anxiety aside and find peace in the midst of troubling times. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I have a word for you this morning, especially if you're dealing with not being able to be free. If you're dealing with anxiety and worry in your life, you can do something about it. Actually, the word I have isn't my word. It's a word from the Word. And it's in Philippians. It's in chapter 4. The Apostle Paul says this, Do not be anxious for anything, 
but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus what a great word you know we live in anxious times we have so many things thrown at us every day to deal with that can cause worry and can cause stress and anxiety in fact there's an old joke where a guy goes to a psychiatrist and he says doc you have to help me the doctor says okay what's the problem he says every time I go to sleep I dream I'm a wigwam or a TP the doctor said that's no problem you're just too tense So you see, having things that generally cause anxiety and stress really can't be prevented. But here's the thing. For a Christian, anxiety and stress is not allowed to stay. It has to go. Anxiety and stress is a destructive exercise. It's been said that worry and anxiety is just unbelief in disguise. Jesus talked about this subject too. He said this, Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And since you can't do this little thing, why do you worry about the rest? This past week, we enjoyed a vacation in the Colorado mountains, and we had a wonderful view of the mountains off the deck of our cabin. And the first day that we were there, we were just sitting out there taking in all the beauty when three beautiful deer and their fawns, I think that's the correct word for baby deer, they appeared making their way down the hill in front of us, headed for the stream down below. And we couldn't take our eyes off of them. And then we realized that to get to the stream, they would have to cross the highway that ran all the way up to the national park. And this time of year, the highway is extremely busy. So when they reached the highway, we were literally gripped with fear that these beautiful creatures would get hit by a car. And frankly, my first thought was, maybe I should get my wife and daughters away from the porch so they couldn't watch a possible tragedy. But we were frozen, and we just watched helplessly. Finally, one deer darted out on the highway, and a truck slammed on his brakes and barely missed her. And then, thankfully, the traffic stopped on both sides so that the rest of the deer could cross the road. And as our high anxiety in the moment turned to relief, I realized that my wife and daughters have been praying out loud for the safety of these beautiful animals. You see, as Christians, when we face circumstances that create fear, anxiety in our life, our spiritual instinct should be to do exactly what they did. The situation was completely out of our hands, but the Word teaches us that nothing is too insignificant that we can't pray to God for.
We may not know the outcome of the situation, but we are assured of the peace of God nonetheless. One of the great pioneers of the faith is a 19th century evangelist named George Mueller. In his writings, he said something with great wisdom. He said, The beginning of anxiety is the end of faith, and the beginning of faith is the end of anxiety. So when we face anxiety and we sense anxiety rising up in us, that's just an opportunity for us to display our faith and our trust in God. The Scripture says, by prayer and petition. That's turning over our anxiety to Him. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Jesus Christ. You know, worry and anxiety is one of the greatest tools of the enemy to distract us and defeat us. But the Word shows us that our faith in God will trump worry and anxiety every time. And God intends for us to use these events in our life to grow and to find peace and joy through Jesus Christ. So no matter what is causing anxiety in your life, worry, stress, depression, when you have to wait those two or three extra days for the test results to come in from the doctor, or your bills are piling up and you just can't see how you're going to pay them, these are the times when you have to let faith rise up in you and push the worry and anxiety aside. Because you have the promise of a peace that transcends all understanding through Jesus Christ. You see, Christ wants us to live for him today, right now. Jesus said, don't be anxious for tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Isn't it great that the best advice in the world comes from the Lord himself? He said, tomorrow will take care of itself. So if you're facing any of these issues today, just open up your heart. Push anxiety and push worry aside and receive from the Lord what he has for you today. And then, don't worry about it. God showers his blessings on us in so many ways. Stay tuned to hear three ways how you can maximize God's blessings on your life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked under the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, then I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. 
It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second-generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. I want to talk about receiving God's blessings in our lives. Say this prayer with me. Lord, I want your blessing on my life. Now, whether we express this verbally or not very often, this is a constant declaration for every Christian because we love the Lord. And we desire His blessing on our life at all times. And I want to assure you this morning that no matter what's going on in your life right now, that God intends to and plans on showering you with His blessings. But you have to remember these four things in order to recognize and to maximize His blessings on your life. The first thing to remember is that you have to receive God's blessings through Christ. The greatest blessing you will ever receive is the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. Amen? When we accept Him, we are eternally blessed. You see, God blesses us in many ways. But He starts our relationship with the greatest blessing of all. He saved us. He gave us life, hope. He gave us a future. The Word says... What shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness to me? Of course we want God's blessings in our life. But first we have to stop and acknowledge that when we've accepted Christ, we are blessed. We're blessed. Now and forever. Amen. So we are blessed and we want God to keep blessing us. Okay. The next thing we have to remember is this. We celebrate God's blessings in worship. We celebrate God's blessing in worship. The word says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. You might say, now, Bob, am I supposed to celebrate God's blessings when I don't feel I'm very blessed? Yes. Yes, you are. You know why? I just told you. Because of Christ, I live. When we adopt this outlook on our life, we develop a different attitude about the trials and the hardships in our life. We put them in God's hands where they belong. And we celebrate in worship because no matter what we're going through, through Christ, we're saved. And therefore, we're blessed. Can somebody say amen? That brings me to the third thing that we have to remember to be blessed. We have to expect God's blessings by faith. The word says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards or blesses those who earnestly seek him. You see, many times we can't feel or see the blessings that we have or that are coming our way because we don't know what God is up to. And that's why we have to trust him. If we did know, we wouldn't need faith. So sometimes 
we can be going through the fire, but still know by faith that God has his hand on us. The Lord said, don't worry, little flock, for it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And finally, we have to remember this, that we are always blessed when we share God's blessings with others. Now, we can make this part all about money. The Word sure gives us plenty of material on giving to others. But that would be way too limiting of God's purpose in our life. The best thing we can share with others is the best thing that God shared with us. And that is, of course, Jesus Christ. When we share the blessing that Christ is to us with others, every other blessing we have just spills out of us. That's when we want to give of ourselves and of our resources. The word says that we're even supposed to respond to people with bad attitudes. It says don't repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, pay evil with blessing. Because to this you were called so that you may inherit a what? A blessing. You know something? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. It took me a long time to understand something. My circumstances doesn't really have anything to say about it. And it's only been since I've understood that, that God has begun to bless me in ways that I could never have hoped for or imagined. You see, everything we have Everything we have is because of the grace of God. And if you want God's blessing on your life today, you just receive His greatest blessing through Jesus Christ. You celebrate God's blessings in your life in worship this morning. You expect God's blessing in your life by faith in Him and His Word. And you share with God what God has blessed you with, with those around you. And if you do, I promise you, Something good will happen in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. 
Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.